0: On Facebook and follow me on Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook and follow me on Twitter. What's up, Brave Hearts community? This is Sean heineman your premier pre-engagement coach, back with another segment of a scary to remarry, wanting you to love fearlessly. We have a special guest in the building. He is a husband, father firefighter, podcaster of one of my favorite podcasts in the world. Uh, <laughs> we have special guest Jones with us in the building from the stakes is high podcast. What's going on, Jones?
1: What's going on, everyone? Welcome
0: to stakes is high podcast. <laughs>
1: what's happening, brother? I'm good, man.
0: TC. What's going on? What's good? My brother,
1: man, TC Grinder, man. He, uh, he has uh started a new gig, man. So our our recording has been kind of paused a little bit between me and him. He's only available like on I think it's like Saturdays and Sundays for like a little bit of time, man. You know, he's up in Chicago, so that time difference is is he's having to ride a train downtown Chicago. And by the time he gets home, man, it's it's late. So throughout the week has been it's been tough, man. So but yeah man, we're going to we're going to get back to it man and you know, uh I've been trying to do it with guests as of recently so but yeah man, we we good. We still rocking.
0: Yeah, right? It's all good. You know, I'll be listening yeah. so it's it's all good man. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate you, bro. Oh, man, no problem. I was listening to uh your podcast. I was listening a couple of weeks ago with the Knights and I believe with Mr. Jones. Yeah. And i had to play it back again because i was like man there was so much deep content in there we talked about therapy and yeah. traumas and stuff like that which i think is a great topic that we should address especially as black men right yeah so i want to jump into this man are people aware of their traumas
1: you know, I think so, I think some you know when I and we talked about that on the on the show, shout out to my brothers man and um I think a lot of us are aware of our traumas and and I could say you know I can't say of course we can't say all mm-hmm. but I think uh I think the thing is a lot of us are aware of i let me let me put it like this I think a lot of us are aware of our upbringing and things that we've been through now a lot of people. Until I just be I be transparent with it, man. Like I never called it trauma. I called it that's how I was raised. You know what I mean? And a lot of things that that I went through, and then I start hearing these some of these key words, man. That's been popular as of lately: triggered, therapy, trauma. You know what I mean? If you look at the last fifteen years, those those words have been, you know, they've been used a lot to explain a lot of what we have going on. Right. You know what I mean? Or things that we may need like therapy, Mm -hmm. but I think a lot of us are aware, but I also think there's a lot of people that don't know why that they go through the things and the the reasons of why they have the issues that they have or whatever it may be. So, yeah, I think, I think a lot of us do, we don't know that it's called trauma. Then I think there are people who are not aware of, you know, some of their, mishaps of life or relationships or whatever it may be they don't know why why it's going why they're going through those things you know what i mean
0: yeah and you know and i i totally agree man because i just call it that how we were raised too that's that's what you know that's just how it was raised my grandma was raised like that my grandpa was raised like that daddy
1: raised like that that's how it is you know what i mean <laughs> and we just passing on traumas g <laughs> man listen. You know
0: I mean? man. i mean i i think about just something as small as me being in the house with my kids full time is is breaking a generational curse or you know whatever you want to call it but it's like mm-hmm. i got my 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 kids every day with something which should be basic right 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 but at the same time it's like I'm here every night giving my kids, you know, baths, feeding them. I'm here, daddy in the house. But my father, I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's something that I consider like, man, this is something that my kids will never know. Like they're going to always have the daddy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and sure. that's not even optional. Yeah. What made you, Uh, was, that, was it, did
1: it just come to you natural? Or is it something that you had to put a collective effort towards to be like, I'm going to be
0: like this? Or was it just natural to you? Man, it's natural, Jones. out man, my family, they are so serious about commitment. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Like, man, I, I just couldn't see being apart from my kids, period. That's just how I was raised, even though I was raised in a single parent home. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, me too, man. I, I think it was just natural to me, man. And then it's, it's so natural to me. I don't see how someone can't be a part of, you know, I'm like, how can you not be a part of your child's life? Like, I, I don't get it.
0: <laughs> man, listen, I, I yeah, there's a lot of guys out there, man, that, and, and no no shade, but it's just like, I don't see how, like you say, I could be apart from my kids. I'm just like, this is what we do every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got to yeah. have my scent. I'm daddy. Yeah. And you know what's in the rest man, and, and And I know you're going to move on, but with that being said
1: man like men get the bad end of that stick cuz you just said something right you just said I don't see I know a lot of guys but bro there's a lot of women out here who are not doing you know who are not there for their kids so let's we can't keep continue to like I mean it's common right we always say that you know dad ain't dad ain't there that and that's true a lot of times but there are a lot of women who have not been a part of their child's life or they're not doing you know being the best mother they can be so and I, it's fun I just talked to I just talked to someone about that like they had a friend who whose kid is gone for the summer and they kicking and kicking and kicking and I'm like man like and it's not like gone with an agreement to like the father has it for the summer it's just like hey I'm busy can she stay up here for the summer mm-hmm. and I'm like man, I just, I, I, it'd be tough for me to be gone from my little man. I'm like, I need him back, baby. Where you at? <laughs> so, yeah, man. Just being, and, and and I say that in fairness, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Uh, no, for sure. Because, I I mean, even with my with my son, like, we have a blended family. Yeah. And, um, you know, my son, my, my bonus son, you know, he's with his dad for the summer. So, we actually down a kid. Yeah. So, I'm just like, praise the Lord. Love him. But <laughs> hey, being down a kid, man, that's almost like not having kids, you know. what I'm Saying, yeah. and I still I got, I got one, man. I got
1: one, bro. <laughs> you you, you done?
0: I'm done? Yeah, it's over. Man. Really? It's over. You got you got you got cut. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's
1: over, bro. Man, I'm too old, man. I mean, you know, it's it's. I ain't about to be fifty having no kids. I'm not fifty yet, but I'm just, man, man. It was tough, man. You know, um when you're doing it all when you're doing it all on your own you know you look at it different man and i could i didn't want to be selfish to you know us as a family or to that child man it was just you know and man, daycare high as hell bro
0: man listen (laughs) oh my god I ain't going to tell you how much we, we paid in, in, in childcare last year, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, that, uh-huh. that's an off air conversation. You yeah. But I mean, you <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got, I got snipped too. And and I tell people when my wife came home, I went right in. She came home. She had my, my, my second son. I was like, all right, now it's my turn. I went in got cut.
1: I tell, I tell, I told my homeboy, man, he, he's single. And um he don't want any more kids. I said, bro, you better go pay that six hundred dollars, bro. Better go (laughs) straight up. It's it's gonna save you.
0: (laughs) That's it.
1: Daycare triple that, duh. (laughs) Man,
0: they run up in you with no, oh my god. No, that's real. So yeah, daycare is uh, that's another topic.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh how how do you feel about therapy? Uh, individualized therapy and in marriage should each spouse have their own therapist now i asked you this question is because i caught some flack uh because there were some people that was asking me for as far as me and my my wife we have three therapists mm. i have my own my wife has her own and we have a marriage therapist we have together okay. so, so people's like why three that's a bunch of co-pays. I'm like, don't worry about that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, the the key is to make sure that we have them individually because we got our own issues.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? And then we have our marriage therapist, which helps us. So, uh, uh, so anyway, how do you feel about therapy?
1: Man, you know, um, I think it's, I think, you know, I, I'm not, I'm, and you probably listened to that show, man. And I was, i'm not anti-therapy at all bro um Mm -hmm. i think i think therapy is necessary uh for individuals definitely that need it right Mm -hmm. um i went to i i've only been to therapy once and that was premarital premarital therapy um and i thought it was cool right Mm -hmm. um but here's here's my thing right okay and 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 it may be necessary let me let me be clear Mm -hmm. uh but like I said, I think one thing is, man, therapy is uh it, it it's it's a hot topic. It's it's been it's been a hot topic. And I think I think therapy a lot of time the intimidating thing about therapy is this kind of what they just what you just said, right? Mm-hmm. Dang, that's a copay. How much you the the financial aspect of it? One, two. Um, there's there's love there's I think there's layers to it right but I think like the intimidating thing is one like this is expensive um two I don't want to sit with some white man laid on the couch with a, with a pamphlet you know trying to read my brain mm-hmm. and then three I think people think it's going to be some magic magic pill and it fixes everything right mm-hmm. so with it being a brand new topic man I think a lot of people have used it as um use it as a popularity thing right so like a lot of people are like yeah i'm in therapy like okay let's see who can say i'm in therapy the most you know yeah. what i'm saying <laughs> yeah so that's been a, that's one of been one of my issues with it and, and 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 i think a lot of times like i said on that last episode i think a lot of people think therapy has to be one way mm-hmm. right it's somebody might be listening to us right now and consider this therapy Mm. they may be receiving things from podcasts they listen to books they read yep. and a lot of people think that that you have to go make a copay and sit down with a white guy taking notes right For you know a lot of money per hour but i think therapy can be i think therapy is necessary right mm-hmm. I, I i go to therapy every day the gym is my therapy
0: mm. you mm-hmm.
1: see what i'm saying yeah. so people may not look at it like that the gym is something that I got to go to to decompress and just like I have to go there, man, because I can't beat the weights up. Mm. I can't whip the weights and they're there all the time. So I'm like, it helps me. And I really feel down when I don't go a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? Because it is necessary for me to get there and clear my mind. So, yes, I, I think therapy's. I think therapy's great, man. I just think it has to fit you and the individual And I think the bad thing about therapy is people think I have to take therapy like Sean. I have to think therapy like this person. I have have to do it like that instead of finding out what's your therapy. You know Mm. what I'm saying? And the core thing is figuring out the reason why you need to go to therapy.
0: Mm. You know what I'm saying? So expound on that then. Let's talk
1: about it. at the end of the day just going to therapy saying the therapist just saying like this right like so what are you here for <laughs>
0: i don't know <laughs> my wife told uh, me to come yeah
1: you feel me <laughs> yeah man i want to stay with my old lady man so i gotta <laughs> come here you know what i mean i think really trying to figure out what's your reason right because i can go at the end of the day as a therapist uh, uh, as as someone like yourself right like you know, or any someone who specializes in therapy, mm-hmm. they're going to have to ask you necessary questions to try to figure out how they can assist you in whatever you need. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can be hiding all this bullshit
0: inside. Sorry for cussing, man. No, no you no. good. All right, all right. We kicking it. We grown. All right.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry for like, I can, I can hide all this bullshit and I can just tell the therapist whatever I want it's like everything else right like if i want to get off drugs i got to realize like i want to get off drugs and therapies i think therapy is that same way you have to know at least a, a beginning of a foundation of what your issue may be and then they can expand off that and specialize in trying to help you whatever you know whatever it is so if you don't know i'm just going because like you said my old lady told me to go or um I fucked up at work so now i gotta go to therapy because you know i mean i think mm-hmm. it's really
0: trying to find the core reason why you need to go mm-hmm. and that's why i was asking you earlier about you know people being aware of their traumas yeah you know because like you said if they on for because somebody told them to go or mm-hmm. it's popular you're never really going to get to the root problem mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and then you're wasting your copay in your coat <laughs> so uh example all right let let's 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 use me as a, as an example i went through a divorce because i was on the show before right <laughs> you, you you similar to this you, you familiar with the story yeah. i go through a divorce i was telling my wife i need to go to therapy because i know i know there are some things in me that needs to be dealt with you know so I went in knowing what I needed to address. And then just from one simple issue came all these other issues. I was like, oh you know, from growing up in a in a single parent home to growing up in the hood and and, you know, banging and drugs and and, and all this different thing, a childhood, you know, sexual abuse, all these things, like I've been through it all. You know what I'm saying? But I never knew how that was going to manifest. Well, I saw how it manifested in my life in my first marriage mm-hmm. after therapy. Yeah, you know. And I'm not saying? only that,
1: though. Yeah, yeah, and not only that, you got to think too. So, so let me be clear, because a lot of people, again, a lot of people may not know the core reason of why they need therapy. Mm-hmm. But remember, I said this key words: triggers. So, mm-hmm. if there's things that cause you to feel a certain way at this moment. You That that helps in therapy. Like, okay, what happened before you started feeling that way? Mm -hmm. Oh, this happened. And then now you can start, you know, you can start pulling back the layers and try to figure out what's going on. So, but again, I think you have to have some type of reason of understanding why you need to go. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, And we all need some type of therapy. Real talk. I, I agree. I think that. But again, it doesn't have to be laying on the couch while a white man take notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, that's real. Because my first therapist, man, she was dope. I had her for two years Um, before, you know, But anyway. Um, But she was dope. And I was like, dang. so I had to try to find me another therapist. And even that's a, a job within itself. And not trying to discourage anybody, but it's almost like dating. Mm. <laughs> you know, do you do you think that do you think that everyone knows their traumas? Kind of back to the question you you asked me. Honestly Jones, they don't. I, I and I would say maybe and maybe I'm just I'm just throwing numbers. I'm not Pew Research Center. But I will say maybe I would say maybe 70% bro. Know it or don't know. Don't know. Mm. I would say and, and the reason why I throw that number so high is because, like you said, most people don't know their triggers, and very few people are self-aware. Mm-hmm. Very few people are willing to take the time to say, "Damn, why? Why is this such a trigger for me?" Because, you know, um, she slammed she slammed the refrigerator door. That's a trigger for me. It's like, don't be tearing up my stuff, and then you you're falling out over the refrigerator door being slammed. But is this something deeper than that?
1: yeah that's interesting you say that so you say 70 percent don't so do you think that 70 percent of the people that deal with let's say quote unquote again you knew how you was raised and you knew the things that you didn't dis, you, that you disliked in the way you were raised regardless if it was alcoholism mm-hmm. drug addiction mm-hmm. abuse whatever it may have been that we consider what our traumas may be you knew what the, you knew those are wrong growing up do you or do you think Like, maybe we don't know what triggers what what caused us to have these like what's triggering us to have alcoholism be abusive towards our spouses or our kids. But we knew that's how we were again. That's how I was raised. Mm. Do you think people just think that's normal? Like that becomes
0: their norm? Yeah. Yeah. Because people's people a lot of people's dysfunction is normal. Yeah. You know,
1: like I said on the show, they become comfortable in the uncomfortable space
0: yeah it's 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 the perfect example of being in a in an unhealthy relationship but because you are afraid to leave the relationship you rather stick to your known evil yeah 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 you become comfortable in that
1: yeah that that place yeah
0: yeah i i read a quote one time that said first we make our habits then our habits make us Mm -hmm. so whatever our habits are these triggers whatever they are if we don't address them because a lot of times most of the times man we live our life unconscious very few of us are really conscious and intentional about our day-to-day life we just we wake up we know what we need to do it's automatic
1: yeah man you know what i i I don't know man i think like i think that percentage is high and like we said we just we just we we sling it we sling numbers out yeah because here's the thing, man. Even in my even in my imperfections, and we all have them, right? Like, mm-hmm. talk every week, and I can sit here and sound like I know everything that I'm saying and saying it right. But at the end of the day, we all have our imperfection and our fuck ups, right? Like we go, I battle them every day. Mm-hmm. But even in battling them, the, my my imperfections. A lot of times, I know I'm wrong, and I may feel guilty about me being wrong. But a lot of times, I will step and repeat being wrong even though like it may take prayer, it may take therapy when I may have gotten better than what I was two years ago. But even in those times of doing wrong, we know. So I think even with like, if I am, if I am going through whatever my traumas and I've accepted my traumas and I have been again, living in an uncomfortable place, being comfortable in that place, I still know it's wrong. Mm. Like, but I just continue to carry the tradition of uncomfortable being in that uncomfortable place so i know but am i doing anything about it again seeking therapy trying to help and a lot of times man maturity comes with it you know what i'm saying and time comes with it Age. You know, tired of hurting people you know what i mean that kind of stuff but even that man like you know the people pointing fingers in their perfect
0: place at you like, you got some stuff going on, too, now. <laughs> <You Yep. know? laughs> yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? so Because somebody asked me the other day about dating, about trying to find a perfect person. And I was like, look, everybody broken. You just got to pick. You know, some people got sandwich bag size issues. Some people got garbage bag size issues. It just yeah. depends on what you're willing to deal with. Man, some people, but the people who got them sandwich bag issues,
1: they got a lot of sandwich bags. That's probably equal to that one trash bag. You know what I mean? (laughs) Don't let them fool you, dog. (laughs) Don't let them fool you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And a lot of it is is your tolerance level. Like, what are you willing, you know what I'm saying? What are you really willing to deal with? You know what I'm saying? Because some people, man, they, you can, you can look at me and my wife and be like, I don't see how you deal with that. But to me, I'm just like, no, dude, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm safe with this. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I remember when my wife and I were dating. People, oh, well, you married her in six months. How, how did you know she was right? One, because I'm like, I'm not about to keep dating trying to get that. And I always tell people my wife is like 90 per 80 percent of what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to go and try to date to try to find 90 percent.
1: Right, right,
0: right. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be and, greedy.
1: And, and that's their business. I mean, that's your business, man. Like, I think we got a problem in our in, in, in what we got going on now, man. Even in like, even if I know you are having imperfections and I have nothing to do with it, especially if it's with you in another relationship with your wife, whoever it may be. And it has, I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> I, mean, what am I? Hey, man, prayers up, bro. You know what I mean. And, and and unless it's a situation to you and I, to where you come to me and you ask me my advice or whatever, but I'm not gonna just interject my opinion, my thoughts into what you have going on. That's unsolicited. That's for what? You know what I mean. And 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 at the end of the day,
0: man, you probably got it worked out more than what. What I what? Why am I jumping in that? You know what I mean. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, it sounds good and stuff like that, but people don't don't know people. People want what you have, but they don't want to do what you did to get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's I think that's the problem. And and a lot of times, really, Jones, I, I stay out of people's business, man. I just don't have time, bro. There's been people that have gotten in my business where I don't even I I just be like all right I just keep
1: on <laughs> I don't I address it keep on moving I don't even need to address it sometimes man just
0: keep living my life man keep smiling baby <laughs> man, man keep smiling. smiling Uh and and I was well I guess we kind of addressed this but I was I was thinking the question was if everyone is getting therapy why does it seem like <laughs> we aren't getting any better as people
1: yeah 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 like you said man I think. It's a popularity contest a lot with therapy nowadays, man. I got therapy, you got therapy. I mean, a lot of times people announce it like, "Man, my therapist told me like, <laughs> oh, you getting therapy?" Yeah, man, I'm getting, you know. <laughs> um I mean, at the end of the day, everything takes work, right? Like I said, I go to the gym, it's kind of been my therapy. But along with going to the gym, not only do I need to just continue to say this is my therapy. My purpose of going to the gym is like I can go to the gym and still continue to just like leave the gym and eat a big eat cookies. Like, man, what's your purpose? Like you kind of de- you know what I mean? I can go to therapy and listen to the, everything that therapy gives me. They tell me, but they're giving me if they're giving me resources to help with what I help me then I'm not using them what it was you know what I mean like you go into the gym and run where you ran you know five miles and then you get out in the car and you eat a double cheeseburger with some chips and it, it, it's per you know there's no purpose to it you know what I mean and I think that's why you said therapy is therapy is hot topic but it's been around forever like you know what I'm saying and it's going to continue to be around because people continue to need help it's almost just like if someone uses religion as their therapy like those doors are going to continue to stay open and yeah, to stay open. You know, yep. because people are gonna continue to need it and continue to mess up or whatever it may be. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So
0: mm-hmm. yeah, like you say, it's been around forever, man. I mean, you know, shoot, Lucy, Lucy, you've been doing that with Snoopy. You know what I'm saying? It's been forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think it is one of those things where people's just going just to to go and say I'm I'm in therapy. But yeah. you gotta put in the work. Why do you think it took why do you think it take off so quick with black folks, man?
1: What happened? What 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 made therapy just boom so quick in black folks? It was to where people can be, I guess people are more um people are more uh Courageous, I would say, or more apt to even just say that they're taking therapy. What? Because white folks would take. I've been. I remember when we was little, bro, had little kids. Like he's in therapy. I'm like, matter of fact, I work. That's what I used to do, bro. I used to work at. I used to work at IPS. It was School 27, Mm -hmm. and it was a public school system here in Indianapolis. And Mm -hmm. I worked there, and I was I was a case manager to the therapist and we worked with kids, bro. I was in elementary school, so it's been around forever. But now it just seems like more people are are, are are apt to raise their hand and say, yes, I'm in therapy before, you know, it was it was white. It was almost considered a white thing.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's I think it's almost like culture. I think once we started hearing. People like. Charlemagne, the God and people like that, I think once we start seeing or hearing those people media personalities or athletes or once they start speaking about it then it's like all right well yeah maybe i need to go to therapy too because those are, are and i'm throwing up my air quotes those are our modern day heroes yeah you know what i'm saying so it almost takes a, a athlete or a media personality or a superstar to to, to say go get therapy and we like oh, I guess it's cool. Let me go get therapy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it became a fad. Definitely. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So hopefully, man, people will not waste their copay <laughs> and actually <laughs> apply what they're actually learning because I'm going to tell you, Jones, for, for my wife and I, especially when we have marriage therapy together, man, and mm-hmm. we have so many breakthroughs, bro. Like yeah, yeah. my marriage therapist is phenomenal, man. Like yeah. there's and no relationship, no marriage is perfect, but there's a lot of stuff we don't deal with because we were able to diffuse it and actually put it into, per, into action when we're talking or when we're conversing or when we have disagreements, yeah. you know, uh, she was telling us one day about she split my wig when she said, this. it sounds simple, but she was like, there's nothing wrong with conflict because you have to work the conflict muscle you know what I'm saying so a lot of times we try to avoid conflict but it's like you have to develop that muscle
1: yeah yep. I, I told that man I think uh I, I said it on one of our episodes before man like confrontation is it's needed it's neat you have to have confrontation bro and everything because you can't run from it you know what I mean you got to have conflict because like you said like you use the term and that's a cool term to use like it's the conflict muscle but you can't continue to run from it, bro. Because guess what? It's going to be here. It's that that same conflict is still going to be waiting on you when you get back, regardless if it's with the person within self, whatever it is, you have to confront it. And yeah, you have to, you have to, mm-hmm. bro. Cause it's yeah. just, it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Like I was, I was reading my little devotional the other day and we just kicking it. I, you know, no rush. I'm, I, I feel yeah. like we're kicking it. Um, and my devotional the other day, I was reading about grace, about giving people grace, and they were saying the same thing. It was like, grace isn't an act. It's a muscle. It's something that you have to have in your, 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 uh, your arsenal.
1: Yeah.
0: It has to be available at all times because people think, oh, you did me wrong. This is why I'm struggling with forgiving you. But if it's already in your arsenal, you don't have to try to muster it up. It's right. there already. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. So, That's what's up, man. yeah, that, that, that tripped me out the other day. I was like, oh, like it has to be on my arsenal. Not something that I just kind of muster up when, when yeah. the time comes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, you, I mean, you know, like you said, giving grace, forgiveness. I mean, if you don't know how to do that, bro, you can't just learn how to do it. Just, you know what I mean? You gotta, it, it took me a while, bro. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to understand it. It, it, it especially when we talk about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to understand forgiveness because my concept of forgiveness was basically when I forgive you or even myself, Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: we got to learn how to forgive ourselves. Say that. Um, But even with that, if I forgive you and me and you have a certain type of relationship and that relationship was tarnished, Mm -hmm. a lot of times forgiveness doesn't mean we're going to go back to where we were right before the incident happened right Mm -hmm. so i had to i had to realize like man i had to but the key to forgiveness is it's not for that other person it's for yourself and if i forgive sean right Mm -hmm. i want to forgive him not only i may just have to forgive you and you never even know because we may not ever talk again (laughs) yeah but i have to forgive you and I have to be able to say if somebody here, Sean, man, fuck that nigga, man. I don't give. Fuck-. Mm-hmm. Nah, man, I forgave him. Oh, okay, cool, man. How are you doing? All right, cool, and keep on moving. It doesn't, because a lot of times, man, you don't forgive someone. It's hurting you more than it's hurting you more than what that per- that person, Sean, moving on with life, and he ain't thinking about me. And I'm sitting here mad at him still. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's crazy. I ain't, you know, what I mean. So, but yeah, I had to learn how to forgive, man even within yourself too because we don't forgive ourselves man listen
0: that man that's a bar because we we have we could talk so negative to ourselves. and i was telling someone the other day the negative self-talk we have i'm like you wouldn't let somebody else talk to you the way you talk to you yeah you will be ready to fight if if you was talking if somebody else was talking to you the way you talk to yourself yeah so i'm learning over time at 45 years old right (laughs) i'm learning to be more gentle with myself and being forgiving of myself yeah 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 man well i think we i think
1: we give like i think we've we do it in relationships a lot of times to where we give like you said we'll give someone else more grace opportunity um times to fuck up more than what you give yourself you're like damn you didn't even you didn't give yourself the opportunity you gave him opportunity over and over and over bro you just quit that you stopped and quit because you messed up once and this person messed up with you in your life how many times a lot you know what i mean and you forgave him and let him come back and let try again try again try again but you know that once time you don't you mess up within yourself you'd be like man i'm done with it
0: mm-hmm. yeah man
1: I know I've done it.
0: I've done it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I tell people, uh, I'ma show you how to treat me by the way I treat myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta show people how to treat you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you gotta learn how to do that, bro. It's tough. Yeah. yeah. No, no, for real. <laughs> Why is it so hard for black men to support each other? Black men.
1: I think ego, man, I think we have taught, we have been taught to be alphas and we have been taught to be tough. We have been taught to not cry. We've been taught to not show emotion. And I think being vulnerable to another man is very insecure. It's, it's We, we have become, we, it's a, it's an insecurity mm-hmm. being vulnerable to another man. Right. Yeah. Um, because if you're fighting to be out I always said this right check it out mm. so in the podcast in the podcast game man like when you talk to another podcast and like you listen to their show we the best podcast in the city <laughs> and I I'm always like well, what does that mean you know what I'm saying like we're the best in the city and it's cool to have this like and we say it's cool to have this like confidence and this you'll make, stick your chest out we're the best, but really there's nothing really measuring that and there's really nothing and I'm just like mm-hmm. always when someone says that it's make it makes it tough for me to want to work with that person mm. because now you're 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 battling you're battling this like you're trying to stay the best <laughs> so what makes me think that you're going to give full effort. With my opportunity together to say, Well, I still want to be the best. Well, hold on now. Like, are we gonna to work together for us to continue to say, I'm the best, I'm the best. And I think that happens with men, right? Mm. So, like we have this like men who don't want to work together, I should put it like that, right? Mm. So, like a lot of times we gotta humble ourselves. And if we humble on ourselves, and hey man, in this opportunity, you may shine more to me, or I may shine more to you, or whatever it may be, or we gonna shine together. It's just like, hey, we're going to do it together. And I think with men, we got this competition of who's the alpha. Because mm. that's how we're raised. You're supposed to be the best. You're the strongest. You're the toughest. No one, you know what I mean? Mm. And I think that's what happened with us, man. I think we have, until we become vulnerable and just continue to let go of that, We it, it'd be tough for us to work together.
0: Mm. Yeah, man. It's kind of unfortunate. And the reason I asked that question, because <clears throat> I was listening to uh, one of your episodes and somebody you had, I think he was born and raised in Indiana or something. And I guess people were questioning him about why he have women on his team or something like that.
1: Yeah, shame, man, shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And it makes
1: sense, man. I, I, <laughs> I get it. Again, bro, are you going to work with someone? Let's say you work with another show, and they just every show. I'm the we the best in this. We the best podcast in the world. So when we work together, we'll make you. I'm like, how are we gonna you ain't going to do your all to make this the best for all of us. Mm. You're not going to do it. You know what I'm saying? You're going to do what's best for you because mm. you're the number one.
0: Mm.
1: Like, damn, man. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. But yeah, yeah. Go, my bad. Yeah. Shane said he only women. Yeah. He said women don't. Women. Women don't have that.
0: <laughs> they, don't, they ain't got that alpha superiority. You know what I mean? Man, listen, I have. And no shade but i have gotten so much love from women co-host podcasters that i work with compared to the men women will be evangelists for your episodes they will market promote they will shout it from the rooftops oh, man. brothers <laughs> i'm like uh, i i had you on the show right yeah, i know bro no shade but i'm just saying it's a, you know i i mean
1: I, I i i'm telling you bro i've i've i started noticing that screaming from the rooftop we the best we the best we the best i'm like okay cool that's cool to think you think of that mm-hmm. but when it comes to us working together what mm-hmm. lets me you the best we're the best I don't know how much you're going to be able to put forth because there may be an opportunity for me to be a little bit better than you in this category. Are you going to continue to work? In, nah, because mm. we the best. <laughs> uh, nah, uh, uh. Yeah. Nah, you, ain't, you ain't trying to lose that spot. Exactly. And that spot don't mean shit,
0: it don't. It really don't.
1: And it really ain't no spot. You made that spot up.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and you your only competition. And you ain't you know putting up a- Rogan numbers, dog.
1: You know what For I'm saying? Real. You ain't doing it like that. We all in this mud trying to make it and trying to get paid, trying to figure it out. But are we the best? I'm like, all right, cool, man. Be the best then.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? And because one thing I've learned over years, man, and, it, and this is just me looking back over my life, man, I have... I've been conditioned to be a, a servant, not in a bad way, but, just, you know, like in the church world, like yeah, working yeah. with pastors and helping their visions come to pass, supporting other men who's building something. Yeah, And yeah. not like in a disrespectful way or anything, but I'm like, okay, I'm submitted to your vision. So I'm going to serve under you. It's not like you're going to belittle me or anything, but you just showing me the ropes.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So that way, uh you know, when I get married <clears throat> and have a family and stuff like that, like, you know what submission look like. Cause you were submitted to another man.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? So if I'm, if I'm here to support Jones, I'm coming in as your servant. Yeah. I ain't coming to shine because what's mine is mine,
1: <clears throat> bro. I am I think that's, I think that's necessary. Like you said, I think that's the issue with men, right? Like a lot of times I'm the alpha you're the alpha i'm the strongest i'm the best i'm this it's going to be tough for me to come be submit to another man to be able to gain knowledge gain information because it's appeared as society has put it as weakness Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like 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 for real man somebody can i can ask like majority of men and we can say black man, cause that's what we, that's what we talking about. Right. And if you hear, that's why churches are full of women, because it takes a lot of times, it takes another man to be, a to, it, the, even just the phrase, I man, you got to submit to another man. And people think like, I got to become less than, I got to come weak. Nah, man, no, no, because submission goes both ways. You know what I'm saying? And I think we, we, we can't do that, bro. We, we, I got to be the man, you know what I mean? So I, I, I think that's why. Mm-hmm. And it sucks, man, because I come in a lot of times, man, I, I come in like I help anybody. I'll do anything. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, bro, if you need help with the podcast, let me know, bro. I, I, what's up, man? You know what I mean? Yeah. And at the end of the day, it, it's both of us assisting each other. And then later on, I can hit you and be like, bro, can you help me with this? Or, Or if someone tries to tell me something, I listen or whatever it may be. And then you find out like, damn, this dude got a problem with me. I didn't even know he had a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. what? <laughs> damn, I ain't know. Damn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is it really some made up created stuff or I don't know.
0: Damn, that's unfortunate, man. Yeah, um, it's tough.
1: It's tough. I, I think uh, I think we need two more, though. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it I'm the best.
0: <laughs> yeah I think the game will change too you know because you got a lot of i think a lot of it has to do with confidence man like if you confident in who you are yes you know what I'm saying people like respect doesn't have to make an announcement when I met you in person when we were at uh the smoke free yeah you yeah. know what I'm saying I was like man I get to meet Jones you know what I'm saying like yeah. I was like that's what's up you know and likewise bro i wasn't on no hollywood like i'm like yeah what up man you know we talked you know what i'm saying like i
1: don't i don't know man it's, it's all love you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i always been like that man i think i just always kind of been the guy that like i was like i mean even as a youngster man like man you got a prettier You got we go to a club. You got the prettier girl. I didn't get anybody. That's what's up, boy. Mm -hmm. Or even in high school, man, I just never liked that bully mentality. I always was like, man, I I used to I used to volunteer myself, man. I was on a basketball team, started varsity, started varsity football, basketball, baseball, all that stuff, man. But I always was just like, kind of like you said almost in a servant sense man like i would volunteer my time to go ahead to special ed classes like i was like mm. i hated that bully mentality man like someone else just think they're better and just like i didn't. that ain't me man i can't i hate that bro and a lot of times with me being that way mm. a lot of times man i take the bad end of the stick because everyone's not like that and you think everyone is right Mm. like you get burned by a person you'd be like oh man i didn't even know he had a problem with me like or damn they was taking advantage of you over here or you know what i mean so that's the that's the curse of that Mm. having that you know but i continue to be you though you know what Mm. i mean so
0: yeah where did you get that from though
1: man i think it was just my upbringing bro um Mm. Mm. i think just like you know man and i tell my story a lot of times man on my show of course uh you know rest in peace to my mother man but man the struggles of my mom man, um being hooked on drugs um damn near my whole life man and we talking about like crack and i was born you know what i'm saying like i'm 40 i'm 44 bro so you gotta think man in the 90s <laughs> being a crackhead was like all comedians was talking about people mm-hmm. on crack it was like that was the worst thing ever and mm-hmm. your mom's that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i never i seen the bullying inside of that and i never wanted to be that of people because it wasn't my fault right. i'm like i'm not doing it you know what yeah, i mean right. but i still caught the jokes i still mom crackhead mm-hmm. this and that so and i played sports so i understood the team mentality you know what I'm saying? I learned how early and I learned how to lose. I learned how to win. I learned how to understand that. So I just kind of grew up with that sports and just going through the hard times of with my mom. So I was just like, I don't want to see anyone. We learn early. If you beat a team, you still say, congratulations, good game, although we won. So I just start understanding that, man, and just kind of putting it together. So, I mean, you know, I just uh that that. I learned a lot, you know, going through that. I mean, you got to think, man, my mother got hooked on drugs when I was in fourth grade, all the way through high school. Mm. And then post high school, you know, it was a little bit of that. And then it transferred to another pain pill. It was just like, man, I just, it was tough, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, like I said, rest in peace, love her to death, man. I had to realize, I had to, I didn't, I didn't forgive her until I was 40. Mm. Think about that, bro. Fourth grade and i had I held resentment that long mm-hmm. she never and I never told her I forgave her I told her I forgave her at her memorial, bro, when she was gone mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying, so mm-hmm. I lived with that a long time, so it caused me that trauma caused me a lot of there's a lot of stuff that's going on in me, man, because yeah. of that, you know what I'm saying yeah. so yeah. but yeah, man, that's how I learned how to not. I hate bullies, bro. I hate that. I hate someone just talking about someone and someone just taking a, taking advantage of someone's like imperfection. And
0: mm-hmm. I hate,
1: I can't stand it, bro. Yeah. That's yeah. one thing yeah. I don't like, bro. Don't, don't do that
0: to people. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, that's been me. Yeah.
0: I hear you, man. I, I hear you. Uh, rest peace to your mom. Cause I know yeah. I, I listened to the show and stuff and I was like, man, yeah, yeah. Just send them an inboxes. I, you know what I'm saying? I was like, you know, yeah, I know we're gonna yeah. go way back, but you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I listened to the show, so it just
1: Yeah, know. it was tough, man. It was it, you know, it was it was I should say it was tough because um I held all that. Like I remember shout out to Candice See, She used to be one of my my um my co-hosts, and mm-hmm. she was like, uh here's the number one thing, man. We we go back to the therapy conversation. Mm-hmm. Telling someone, hey, you need therapy. It's never, it's, it's never, it's it's always an irresponsible like phrase, you need therapy. Like, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, now, now, if Sean, you came to me and be like, bro, I was dealing with something, I was dealing with a similar situation, man. Therapy helped me. I'm cool with that. But telling someone you need therapy, like, nigga what you know yeah, what I mean? right. but anyway um see kind of came with that approach not really in that not really as harsh mm-hmm. but i remember she was like you should have your mom on the show and you know you guys maybe talk it out now never did i ever want to make if you know me bro like I'm very I'm very particular on what I divulge on my show, especially mm-hmm. in my relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk about Tice, you know what I'm saying? And I may share things with my mother, but like, you know, talking about marriage, my wife and everything, that kind of stuff. Like, I'm very, I think that's a sacred thing, right? You know what I'm saying? To me, to me, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Other people can build off how they, they, they can be as, to me, I think there's, so here's the thing. People think it's funny because my personality on the show people think they know me because mm. of the show no i'm still someone else outside you i i stop it it's not that i'm being fake but a lot of the times you are a personality on the show when you hit stop you go back to being yourself so a lot of people come to me and be like you know i'm like you really don't know me man mm. you know what i'm saying yeah. and and i and i um but anyway uh And I think people need to know that even with you, right? Like you are who you are, but I'm sure when you get up, you hit stop, you're going to be a different person to your wife, to your kids, to your, that they don't that no one knows, right? Right. You know what I mean? Because you're staying in your lane of what your shows about and that's what the stakes is high is. I stay in my lane. Sometimes I play devil advocate on things that I know TC's right. <laughs> you know what I'm, saying? <laughs> I'm like, man, let me figure out a way to how I can debate this. Like I know he's right. I'm just trying to find a way to debate it to make it <laughs> interesting
0: because <laughs> it'd be you know interesting I mean? for real yeah <laughs> I, mean, like, I remember some it people it.
1: that hit me before and be like man you really?" i'm like nah man i'm really just trying to figure out a way to make the content instead of me and him being like yo i agree i agree i agree sometimes i figure out a way to think that makes someone else maybe thinking but anyway with that being said man she was like uh you should have your mother on the show and y'all talk it out I li- I-, I really really thought about it But I'm like, nah, man, I'm not going to use the conflict or the mishaps of our relationship for y'all entertainment. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So the toughness of losing my mother was I never told her I forgave her and had that conversation with her. Like, you know what I mean? Because it was always like a lot of times people who are going through like things like alcoholism, drugs, whatever it may be. They just go back and reflect the good times of the relationship and they skip over all the bad shit. Yep. And be like, you know, they don't they don't talk about it. And that's kind of how our relationship was. So mm. but I told her I forgave her, man. She heard me, you know what I mean? At the at her memorial, man. So I do I I forgave her. And it helped me forgiving her.
0: Mm.
1: It helped mm-hmm. me big time, bro. Mm. You know, I still deal with some traumas of like relationship traumas because yeah. of her. I didn't have my I mean your mother's your that's your that's your first love you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah man and i lost her fourth grade she she Mm. that monster took over her Mm. you know Mm. what i mean she was there but she had she had a commitment to that monster man and it hurt the relationship you know what i'm saying Mm. so now it took me it takes me long man relationship with women has been hard bro
0: it's been tough man man that's a show within itself yeah 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 it's been i mean not not your personal Mm -hmm. life no no it is
1: it is it it is it's been tough bro it's been tough man um knowing how to love Mm. i ain't i mean fourth grade you have you have you know your brains developed in a sense but like true love your mother if that if that leaves she loved me yeah, but just helping me with, like, I had a lot of distrust because man, your man, your main one left. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? Like, she was gone. It was like the distrust of that. You mm. know, that monster became more important. So when I needed to cry, I needed that um, support. I needed, I needed everything. Like I, I always tell on my show, man, I saw that in women. Right? Mm-hmm. I saw i saw everything that your mother's supposed to give you on one i i went to get it within women mm. so like this girl over here i was dating she gave me um confidence in mm. whatever it may be this one gave me intimacy mm. of um you know and it was unfair to the women mm-hmm. it's unfair i can't expect I can't expect you to give me motherly love. The on, you know, only person to give you mother love is your mama. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I
0: can't expect
1: you, especially as a, you know what I mean? I can't do that. You know, yeah. you know they only going to give it to their
0: kids, not to another grown ass man.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's real. And, and it happens. You know, I think a lot of times we do kind of have a, you know, build a beer you know what i'm saying we want to have certain people to put you know you give me this you give me that you give me this you know what i'm saying and man yeah because that, that's something i would man yeah we're gonna have to do this again because i would i would like to ask you about how that like when did it click for you that was like this isn't good
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: i but, mean well, it, you know well, but it, but you yeah we could talk about it we could talk okay about go ahead now. okay well no we, no nah, we, nah, we, we can do
1: another episode but now nah, i think you i think you know what's not good in, the, the whole time um it's selfish Mm -hmm. it's a selfish act bro Mm -hmm. and a lot of times when people be like you know no good men this and that but a lot of men are and it's and it's a lot of a lot of men are doing it in a sense of because um they're getting fulfillment through women on these things i never i never use women like yeah she bought me some tennis shoes you know Mm -hmm. it was the emotions that you were giving me that i didn't receive from my mother Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and you know it's wrong because people are getting hurt Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying some people do it with women some people do it with like whatever that is that you're fulfilling that void women who have daddy issues mm-hmm. it ain't always that they do it with another man or they're out here horn it may be like like all right i'm great focus on my career and then they just become dedicated to that and they become an addict to that or whatever it may be bro yep. it ain't it don't only have to be it's just like because i'm not like, I'm not the only one who does it like it's just like a lack of relationship who like I did it with women like some people do it with work some people do it with education some people do it with drugs some people I was just I was just trying to fulfill a void
0: that wasn't I couldn't fulfill it it was temporary and in the meantime people was getting hurt because mm. we talked about that we talked about that self-awareness you know what I'm saying you
1: know I knew I mean because if you hurting one person and they telling you they hurt and they crying because you You know what I mean? Like, you know it. Mm -hmm. But then you just be like, all right, uh, okay. Yeah. And then you go back to trying to fulfill that void because it's strong. That emotional, if you're missing something emotional, dog,
0: man, bro. People, people, man, that's real. Because I I know I didn't get that love and affection from my mom. I grew up with, you know, she, I I really remember hugs and kisses and stuff like that. And, Mm. Now that I'm older, I try to make sure that I show that love to my boys. And because even going through a divorce, I was emotionally unavailable.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like my 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 love was wavering. You know, if I'm if I'm pissed off at you and we fall out, I'm withholding everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, because if you had that void of materialistic things because you grew up broke, man, that's Man, you get you a good job. You can be like, man, I got the car. I ain't never had, I got the car. I, you know, we can fulfill that. That's that surface. I shouldn't say it's surface because it's still something important. Because if a person grew up broke and their determination is, I ain't never gonna be broke, it takes hard work. Let's be clear. But a lot of times when it's something you can't see, like an emotion, you can't see that. You know what I'm saying? So trying to fulfill that void or, or even understanding that you're missing it, it's just like, man, it, it ain't it ain't gonna it it takes hard work, but it ain't like get a good job and you get money. It's something that it's, it's tough, man. Yeah. It's, tough.
0: it's definitely an inside job for sure, Yeah, man. Something that me and we don't like dealing with, dealing with that inside job.
1: Exactly. Man. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is why we don't support each other. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it <them> back. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, what is the last question? What is the biggest mistake men make in marriage? Or host, you know I don't,
1: I don't know man I think um that's a tough question bro a uh, good question I guess uh I don't think there's one answer right no uh, it's, man
0: whatever you feel yeah wrong answer like just because you never know who you might help somebody it might be this might be a light bulb for somebody like and oh, I think the biggest going wrong yeah yeah I think the biggest mistake is and I think that's not only like what
1: men make I think people make right like I think there's no blueprint to to marriage, right? I think that's where, I think that's like, like before you get married, I think that we have this, and a lot of people don't say this until they're married or after they're divorced or after whatever it may be. I think we have this blueprint of what marriage, no, I think there's no blueprint to it, right? So we're trying to, we go off this storybook, this storybook, fairy tale concept of marriage, and really, like, I always tell people, like, like, man, you got to make sure that you can't look at someone else and say marriage goes or I want to be like that because like that ain't always telling a true story. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? they close closing doors. It could be anything. But I think the biggest mistake is thinking that marriage is some fa- it's it's what you see on TV or some fairy tale, some fairy tale bullshit, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think like, even like people seeing you on social media and they may follow you and they may see that, you know, they see the smiles, they see the reposts and they see the posts that you make. And they'd be like, that's what I want to be. But really they don't know how you got there. They don't know what goes on behind them closed doors. They don't know how many frowns. There may be like five frowns to that one smile. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) We don't know, bro. And I think it is, I think the biggest mistake that we make is man, that, We go in and um, we go in with this fairy tale thought process of it, man. And really, and if we really had a real realistic view and see if it fits you and if it fits you in this time of life, a lot of people probably wouldn't be married or wouldn't have got married when they got married. You know what I'm saying? They might be like, "Man, I ain't never doing that because I'm not ready." And people say I'm not ready because they want more women or I want more men or I'm not Mm -hmm. financially stable. Nah, I'm not ready because like marriage is not going to fit who I am as a selfish person. Mm. Marriage is not going to fit me because of whatever it may be, bro. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what happens, man. We going with this and religion did that. Yeah. Religion calls that. Yeah. A lot of religion.
0: Yeah, man. man. There's a lot
1: of religion because God said, you got to get married. You can't be, you know what I mean? (laughs) And Religion kind (laughs) of religion, man.
0: It it it, it 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 that's a whole nother conversation man. man that's a whole that's a that's another that's another hour hour and a half yeah. oh let me get me started but i yeah. i agree i just think a lot of it too is marriage is like this mirror man yeah it's it, like your spouse just be holding up this mirror like this is this is where you suck at <laughs> this is what yeah. you tighten up you know what i'm saying and and Shoot, my wife got on me today. We were talking today, and she was like, Look, I need you to tighten that up, brother. I was like, yeah. okay. It sucked, but I was like, you know what? You right. You right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so.
1: and you could tell anyone under the sun, man, because I never really had a, a, a true representation of what like my grandparents were married, but I was younger, so I always I, I man, I've never, I always look, I always tell somebody this. I was like, I've never, I don't remember my grandparents like being young i've always thought grandparents was old you know what i mean like at one time i think i was born and grandma and them was 34 35 40 years old i'm like i don't ever remember them being young i always thought they were old so like when you looked at a when you looked at a marriage it always was based off old older people and even their way of being married was totally different than what we would be, you know, because we don't remember them being married at 35, 40, you know what I mean? We don't remember that. We remember them being, like, 25, 30, 30 years in. Yep. So I never really had a representation of marriage, and even with that, it still didn't fit me, man. It almost, like, I, sh- I should have took, like, some... I didn't, man, I'm, I think people need, like, a like a, like a a college course on marriage. you be like, hell no, I ain't doing that. <laughs> oh, absolutely, I want to do that. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, and you got to take it serious, man, but... Man, religion just says, "Hey, man, be equally yoked, and you love them. That's why you need to get married."
0: Man, man, man. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tell people, look, marriage ain't for everybody. You know what I'm saying? It ain't. It, man. it, ain't. it, ain't. it ain't. You know what I'm saying? It, it ain't. You know what I'm saying? Marriage is not for the faint at heart. You know, and even why you even why why even do it? And a lot of it could be church reasons. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's better That's to hair than to burn. That's why, bro. I know people who don't even go to church, but they're
1: getting married because God says so. Mm. Right? I know people who, you know, what I mean, I don't even practice anything else within religion. But I got to be married in front of God. I'm like,
0: you know, damn. <laughs> yeah. And, and marriage doesn't mean it. It doesn't. It doesn't cost you much. You know, you can you can go to Vegas tomorrow, and Elvis can marry y'all tomorrow. Like, it's yeah. easier to get married than to get your driver's license. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So
1: do you think that concept, you remember a few years ago, or maybe just as of recently, there was like there should be a um uh you have to renewal Mm -hmm. renew your life renew your license to get married. And if there's no like if you say, all right, cool, we just we just gonna let this expire and go on our ways, do you think that but I mean it's again religion, there's money, there's it's fine, it's it's too much to they're never gonna do that, man. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I think I mean maybe that might be. Man, we tried it. Just didn't work. We ain't got no bad. We ain't. I don't hate you. You don't hate me. But now we got this crib. We got this car. We got all this financial shit we got to deal with. Fuck it. Let's just stay married. <laughs>
0: we got these kids, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. You know child support. Saying? Child. Got support.
0: Yeah. Dude, I had to pay child support and alimony for a year. It ain't. It ain't pretty. You Feel me? Man, and then why
1: couldn't y'all just been like separate? Like, hey, listen, you go your way. I go my way. It just ain't working for us.
0: Cause usually John, somebody That's what I'm saying. <laughs> very few marriages are, are amicable where y'all are like, you know what, well, we both gonna up to deuce. Nah, somebody's pissed and they coming for blood, brother. Yeah. So yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, coming after your retirement, everything. Dog. Everything. You know what I'm saying? You're everything. So yeah, man. But uh man, thanks for your time. I wanna acknowledge you for uh staying consistent with the podcast, man. Or are you over 300 something episodes in? Yeah, man. It's been tough, man. I,
1: I you know what, man, my whole my whole thought process of um my whole thought process of podcasting has changed. Um I used to I used to, of course, like most of us, we're gonna blow. Somebody gonna listen to us. We're gonna be some major networks gonna call, boom, we're gonna make it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that has my thought process of changing that, man. It's been more so like the whole time, man. I've always known it to be therapy. Mm-hmm. But more so I look at it as therapy now. I don't feel as guilty as I used to uh, of saying, like, man, I'm gonna take three weeks off.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, along with it being therapy to talk on this mic, mm-hmm. I, sometimes I need a break mm-hmm. because of the therapy. You know what I mean? So like <laughs> yeah. I've been able to do that, man. But yeah, man, I appreciate it, bro. We're gonna I I enjoy it because like I say again, it's it's been therapy. And, and, mm-hmm. and in the beginning, man, I had a I had a whole thought process that we're gonna make it, but it took me a little while to kind of understand this podcast game. It's oversaturated. You got, you got celebrities doing it. You have fickle men not supporting men. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not for real, bro. Yeah. You be like, I done heard cats, bro, literally. I done heard dudes come up to me and be like, yo, man, that last episode was dope. I'm like, damn, bro, you didn't repost it. You didn't leave a comment. They tell you everything
0: in the co- in the show. I'm like... <laughs> Damn bro, yep. you could at least put a like on that joint. <laughs> yeah yep. and, and here's the funny thing, John. Here's, here's the funny thing. People think, and we have to people think that you have to pay somebody out of pocket. Everything has to be monetary. It's it can be something as simple as a share, right? It yeah, could be it as simple as leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It can be a, a, a share, it can be a like, it can be a comment. It, you know what I'm saying? Everything don't always have to equal a dollar amount. But yeah, people...
1: Yeah. yeah, man. And like you said, man, women don't mind doing that. Man, I've gotten so much love from, from, from women, man. Yeah, women but... don't mind doing it. Men is just a little different, man. And I don't know, man. It is what it is. I don't... I, I guess I just try to... I never... I never... Like, when I started podcasting, man, and I and I said this... Uh, I said it in, like... Me and TC put a video out. Mm. But my... Um, my mentor he hit me like i remember like i, t- I was just i would come to work bro it was my mentor at my part-time gig man he I, we got real close he became a mentor of mine and um i remember one day man i was complaining about this complaining about that we always just talk man just be on some deep shit and just mm-hmm. like i was talking about stuff in our culture you know what i'm saying he was just like he he literally was like man what the fuck are you gonna do about it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i was like i looked at him i'm like damn you're right I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. So I started podcasting, you know what I'm saying? Because me and a couple other buddies started at first. And then I realized which direction I wanted to go because he said that. What the fuck are mm. you going to do about it? Mm. So now I was like, the stakes is high. It can be basically like a platform for people to come tell their story. And it's about our people, mm-hmm. they our, their story, or we can talk like, a, you know, just like kind of what we're doing about some real, real stuff, man. And I never was like, I'm not going to commit to no, I'm not going to commit to no, um, pop culture, love yeah. the headlines. I never wanted to do that yeah. because I like, I want to stay consistent there. So, mm. but yeah, man, it's, it's been good. It's been, it's fun, bro. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun.
0: Well, your show is always in my rotation, man. I appreciate it man. On, on my phone. Like I said, I had to gear just had to. I'm going to send you one of
1: these, man. I'm going to send you the, the uh, Pan-African red, black, and green joint. Man. <laughs> hey, that's what's
0: <laughs> up, man. I appreciate that, man. And like I say, I just, Uh, Because I always want to make sure I give people their flowers, man. Like I say, acknowledge you for staying the course because consistency is a lost art. Um, I want to acknowledge you for being a father, a husband, um, and even fighting through adversity and and the loss of your mom and stuff like that. And still stay strong and still, you know, be that uh, beacon of light for other people. You know what I'm saying? Because you would still come on the show. And even though after that happened, I know you took some time off, but <clears throat> you still got on the mic and I was still rocking with you in rotation. I appreciate um, you, bro. Yeah, man. So just continue. It's to tough. All it.
1: those responsibilities you just named, man, it's tough. It's, all, it's a battle every day, bro. Everything. It's, it's a battle every day. So mm-hmm. I appreciate you acknowledge man. And with you, man, I remember you first came on the show, man. I love to see you. you ain't even had no podcast, man. Right? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: no, right? No. I
1: mean reached out to email man and I, I appreciate you man continue to listen man and I and I and man I'm watching what you're doing man and you're killing it bro him,
0: man, what's up man. Man. i need to get
1: on this i need to get on this youtube I, I, this whole time man i forgot we recording on youtube i'm serious moving
0: <laughs> i'm like damn we are recording for youtube what up youtubers <laughs> yeah right they're gonna get to see jones they, oh, I'm gonna hit, man i forgot gonna hit man. you with the pod we're gonna hit you with the audio and the visual people will be like oh i don't have time to watch the video we'll go watch the podcast oh i ain't know i ain't know what jones looked like well you're gonna see what jones looked like And you the know TV. that's
1: my biggest mistake man i wish i would have never I, I wish i would have and it's a whole nother conversation i had a shout out to Kayla I had a couple conversations with people I think my biggest mistake man was showing my face I wish I would have never done that I oh. wish I'd have been like uh remember ghostface killer came out and he never yeah. showed his face yeah um uh, MF doom, MF doom. <laughs> I wish I'd never showed my face huh because my because my content has nothing to do with what I look like and when you put a face on a product judgmental comes mm. prejudice comes mm-hmm. I wish I would have I wish I'd just did straight content. Mm. And I hate that's one of my biggest mistakes in podcasting. Yeah, I would have never. Well, you 300 something episodes in, you late. Yeah, it's too late. (laughs) Yeah, right. Damn, bro. I wish I would have never ever showed my face, man, because people would have been like, oh, I ain't got no hair. (laughs) Judgmental. I don't like dudes without hair. (laughs) Yeah,
0: right. Nah, I wish I would have.
1: Nah, man, that's one of my biggest mistakes. But man, that other than that, man, I'm 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 happy with podcasting, man. It's been good, man. So yeah, keep man. doing what you're doing, bro.
0: For sure, man. For get sure, out here,
1: sure. man. You 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 know, yeah. you you killing it, bro. For sure, man.
0: I appreciate that. Well, Jones, let everybody know how they can get in touch with you and, and with the man. podcast and all that good stuff.
1: Man, I am uh stakes is high podcast. You can find us on all the majority of the podcast platforms except for YouTube. I ain't I ain't doing a big like shine, you know what I mean? But um we are on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh SoundCloud, Stitcher, yeah, all that good stuff. Uh yeah. we are on uh Instagram, uh Facebook, and Twitter, Texas High Pod. And you can hit us up at Staxus at gmail.com. Uh man, we need guests. Mm. y'all pull up Sean you gotta come back on our platform bro especially since TCN here man we uh we can we can do a repeat of this bro I'm down man seriously Seriously, man we can uh we vibe out man so yeah man if you got something you want to promote we do that we do it all man that's we we ain't on there talking about pop culture we kind of got a con our conversation is basically like what it is today right here or whatever you promote or something you want to talk about specifically
0: Mm -hmm. yeah Well, Bravehearts community, you heard it here first. Make sure you go and connect with Jones and the podcast. I've been a long time listener. If I'm listening to him, you should too. So make sure you all show Jones and uh, Stakes is High podcast some love. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button on YouTube if you can't watch this make sure you listen to the podcast leave a rating and review by doing so that puts you on a drawing for a free amazon gift card who doesn't like freebies this is sean heineman your premier pre-engagement coach with special guests jones
1: (laughs) what up everyone stakes high podcast you know what we do
0: (laughs) all right brave hearts community y'all take care Facebook and follow me on Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook and follow me on Twitter. Y'all like the sound of this me man. Up y'all ready, me, man the me up on Facebook and follow we me on social network. Get me up on Facebook and follow me on Twitter. me up on Facebook and follow me on Twitter. We better see a whole bunch of followers out there me up on Facebook and follow me no on excuse. Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook, follow me on Twitter. I want you to add me.
1: Hit me up on Facebook. Follow